Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Kevin did not come on to listen to us debate baseball. He came on to tell us stuff, and his kids want to weigh in on this too. So let's talk about the Razorbacks, Kevin. And yesterday, five hogs were taken off the board after three guys went on day one. And I, I guess since we haven't had John yet, we could start with the day one guys with Caden Wallace, maybe going a little bit lower than some folks thought, but Peyton Paulette and Robert Moore probably going you know about as high as, as anybody could have anticipated. Certainly Robert uh, maybe did a little bit better than some of the projections. But g- give me kind of a recap from day one and uh, what happened to Wallace falling to nearly 50? Yeah, I had the privilege of, of being at Caden's uh, watch party with his family. We were up in Greenbrier, and he started getting phone calls around the 27-28 mark. And we figured that would be his high mark uh, with teams that have been interested. They had no clue which team was going to pick him. His agency didn't. He had, his agency is Creative Arts Agency out in California, so they were on the phone with him. So they were negotiating through about 10 or 15 picks. Finally, he got the third call around pick 44, 45. And we had known that the Royals might be an option because the Royals went after him in 2020 in the five-round draft. Uh, threw him a late offer in the fifth round. It wasn't his number, so he passed on it. I think he's going to sign for anywhere from $2 million to $2.4. The slot value is $1.5 million, so he's going to make out really well there. Being a great system, if he fell past Kansas City, he was going to go to Detroit at 51, so it worked out for everybody. Uh, Peyton Paulette, really happy for him. Tommy John is not the uh, career ender that it used to be in the past, it's, and it's a lot better than a torn labrum or a shoulder injury. He's really excited to go to the White Sox. And Robert Moore thought that was his ceiling around the, the 70 to 80 mark. He's really excited to get in the Brewers organization. He went at the end of the second round. Looking at Jalen Battles yesterday in the fifth round going to Tampa Bay. And then you had pitchers coming off the board. Evan Taylor, ninth round, 262. One pick after that, another Razorback going to the Cubs. Connor Nolan gets to join up with Casey Opitz and Christian Franklin. Michael Turner, the ultimate rental player, goes round nine at 281 to the White Sox. And then the big man, Zeb Vermillion, 10th round, number 299 to the Mets. Razorbacks also lost a commitment in the second round, number 57 to the Braves, Cole Phillips. He was up to 100 back in March. All the cross-checkers got to see him, so he is going to sign. And they also, Jordan Sprinkle, the transfer commit from Cal Santa Barbara, went number 131 yesterday in the fourth round, also to the White Sox. Uh, that's it for the first two days. Day three, don't expect a whole lot. you still got some Razorbacks on the board. But Coach Van Horn and his staff have to be happy about how everything worked out with the transfer portal kids. JUCO kids and the high school freshmen coming in. It's going to be a really good class. Oh, okay. So you think it feels good despite what happened here? I mean, I don't know if these guys were taken about where expected, and most of these guys were probably not coming back anyway, but Christian said 98% plus of guys taking the first 10 rounds typically sign. Is that your anticipation with the Razorbacks that have gone already? That's exactly right. Last year, only three guys did not sign the first 10 rounds. Kumar Rocker was hurt. Judd Fabian made a terrible decision by not signing with the Red Sox because he lost about a million, million and a half dollars. And the third guy uh, went to JUCO and now is committed to Florida. So uh, those three were kind of anomalies. I think all these guys will sign their contracts pretty soon. Well, I'm glad uh, Peyton Paulette, or not Peyton Paulette, excuse me, Stovall didn't sign because uh, it would have been, you know, just think about what this roster looked like. He's like the shining star for next year, at least as far as the guys we know. That's exactly right. 
So let me ask you about Connor specifically because he he obviously has alluded to multiple times being interested in coming back if things didn't go the way he wanted them to. And I know he was weighing both money and also organization. And this number, I don't know that is going to meet you know the number he wants necessarily, but you're you're pretty confident he's going to end up signing with the Cubs. That's exactly right. And the slot value for Connor at number two sixty three is one hundred sixty four thousand, and he he won't get that being a fourth year senior, been out a while. The age model that MLB clubs use right now, if you're twenty two or older, they kind of look at you as not having a whole lot of leverage. So. I could see him getting in the eighty to a hundred thousand range. The situation worked out great with him as far as program or organization fit. There's already a couple of guys there that he's played with in Christian Franklin, Casey Opitz. They're in high A ball right now. Jordan Wicks, who was drafted by the Cubs in the first round last year, just got promoted to double A. So the guy the the area scout that I talked to that covers Arkansas. I, I swear he's got an apartment in northwest Arkansas up there because he is on the he's at the practice field everything watching these Razorbacks and he started a nice little funnel up there to to Wrigley Field so I think it's a great situation for Connor you couldn't have find just about a better fit for him yeah how's the, I mean as far as the farm system goes and development of players I mean I'm a Cubs fan but I got to be honest they've been so unwatchable I haven't paid a lot of attention to what's going on in the lower levels. Has it been a good, you know, uh, farm system? I mean, is it a good place for him to be? It definitely is. The, the guys that come in, they get to work right away. And since MLB cut out a lot of the extra teams, they cut 40 teams two years ago in the t- 2020 with the pandemic to save on costs and everything. So uh, prospects get to go through the farm system a little bit quicker. Connor threw a lot of innings this year, so he might go throw some at rookie ball. He'll go to extended spring training, uh, short season ball out in uh, Arizona or Florida in the fall. And then I expect them to start him at class A ball with the potential to move to double A by July, August next year. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm not convinced, honestly, to be honest with you. We'll see. We'll see what shakes out. I'm not convinced he's going to go, to be honest with you, especially if they're coming with that kind of money. I don't know if that's going to be enough to get him out of Fayetteville. Uh, Yeah, and that's the thing that's been – right there all along and he, he was very upfront about it in the media and said look i love arkansas i love fayetteville i love being a college student here so and my question was all along how much does connor Nolan want to be a professional pitcher that that's a thing that weighs on my mind because innings are limited in pitchers there's only so many innings he's already been throwing for three and a half years now for the university of arkansas he may want to come back and ride out as one of the most heralded pitchers in arkansas history and take those guys back to the right. college world series and get that national title. So who, who should we watch for? Anybody else you expect to go off the board? Uh, Chris Lanzilli, mm-hmm. uh, Brady Slavens. Those are two that I would keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. We, I found out this morning, I talked to three different MLB clubs overnight, and this morning, Mason Neville, the out center fielder from Las Vegas, Nevada, mm-hmm. 6'3", 190. The comp is Cody Bellinger. He will attend the University of Arkansas from everything that I've got from those clubs. That's a really big pickup for Dave Van Horn and staff. He was a top 100, 120 prospect, projected second to fourth round. Uh, like I said, Cody Bellinger, he runs really – he's a 6'3 runner, mm-hmm. really fluid left-handed swing. That's a really big get for the coaching staff. Kevin, I want to talk longer. Maybe we can get you back on after everything's said and done. We can kind of recap and then look ahead to Arkansas as far as what their class is going to look like or what their roster looks like for next season. But we got to run down to Atlanta and check in with the guys at SEC Media Days. But I appreciate you popping on with us today. 
Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Hey, Kevin, Coach Kelly, just wanted to say hey, and I'm a fan. Thanks. Hey, Coach. Good deal. Thanks. Kevin Bohannon.